Ray's house. This is Gab. Gab, it's Brandon. Help me. I need help right now. Brandon, what's wrong? I'm hurt. I've hurt myself. Oh my god. Okay, wait, 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 wait. This is not looking good, Gab. Brandon, do you need me to call me an ambulance? No, I want you to come pick me up. Okay. Oh, my foot. Oh. I thought you said you were hurt. I am hurt. I hurt my foot. I want to come to work, but I need you to come pick me up. Oh my God! Oh. Whoa, hey, uh, Brandon. Oh God. Oh, okay. It, it's just, uh, just, just like, say again, really loudly. Uh, what happened? Okay. I burned my foot very badly on my foreman grill, and I now need someone to come and bring me to work. You burned your foot on a foreman grill. I enjoy having breakfast in bed. I like waking up to the smell of bacon. Sue me. And since Alexis won't do it, I have to do it myself. So most nights before I go to bed, I lay six strips of bacon out on my George Foreman grill. Then I go to sleep. When I wake up, I plug the grill in. I go to sleep again. Then I wake up to the smell of crackling bacon. It's delicious. It's good for me. It's a perfect way to start the day. Today, I got up, I stepped on the grill, and it clamped down on my foot. That's it. I don't see what's so hard to believe about that. Yeah, can you come get me? I have to watch Scarlet. Can someone come and get me, please, Bryson? Brandon, you should really stay home and rest. There is no wet wipes here. Could you, could Bryson, tell Bryson to bring me some wet wipes. Can you tell him that? Can you hop? I tried hopping, Justin, and I bumped my elbow against the wall, and now my elbow has a protuberance. Nobody wants to come pick me up? What's going on? Yeah. What's going on? Brandon is um sick and he wants one of us to rescue him. I'm not oh sick. Coming, Brandon. Don't. All right. I do not want sharks. Oh no, Brandon! I'm coming, coming, coming. I do not want sharks. I'm right there. Why don't you want to call your wife? Call she your wife. But I thought you said you two were having dinner last night. That was all made up. Just yeah, someone right. come, okay? Anyone but shark. Everybody, welcome to episode seven. That we're on episode seven of How Do We Get Here? Brian's a little upset right now because no, he's... I'm not gonna even. No, we're not talking about it. He's trying to push a false narrative. Of... No, it's a it's a real story. Justin mm. doesn't want it. Doesn't want to cop to it because, God forbid, he's not good at something. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. So he's claiming to have beat me in chess, but nope. he's saying I'm not nope. good Checkers. at it. Checkers. Checkers. So he's saying now he's saying I'm not good at it. So does the well, win even count? It wasn't even just I didn't just only beat him. I mopped the floor with him. And I don't remember this at all. It was bad. I don't remember he, this at all. I was picking up my piece for the last to for the last move, the ending move. And he like as I pick up the piece, the whole board goes from underneath my hand onto the ground. I remember throwing a video game remote when Bryson hit a 90-yard Hail Mary against me in Madden after I was crushing him. I remember that one. I was pretty upset about that one because I was destroying. I also, I also remember whenever you played Chris in NBA 2K, 
and uh, and you were winning the whole game, and he hits a last-minute half-court buzzer beater to beat you. Oh, I know. Yeah, that one was frustrating. That was awesome. I'm like, I'm not a big video game person. Like, I I, I really enjoy video games, but I, I try to not play them because I, I know how addicting they are. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, like sports games, Madden, uh, the show. They're, they're fun, though. I'm, I'm not even a big sports fan. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm just I'm really good at those games. The shooter games, terrible. I'm really good at those. I'll get destroyed. Uh, I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay at those. No, games. I'm terrible at those. But like the but the, yeah. the sports games, like the 2K, I never played it before. We do we need to do a video game up. episode and a board game episode. We might be able to roll them into one. Mm, maybe we're, maybe. It's all fun and games. Yeah. I already got the name of the game, the, the episode. <laughs> um, but oh. in Justin's defense, the, the events that I am, I it is claiming the, the most technical way of using that, that expression. Mm-hmm. We were very young. Mm-hmm. I still, I'm still skeptical. We like, may have to settle this. We're like right or like I think I was just over ten years old. The start of this conversation is we went to play chess at our, my dad's house Sunday. So I didn't go. Well, you didn't go. Yeah, it was me, Scarlett, my dad, and Jordy, and uh, our our dad and Jordy Jack, our, our younger brother, and I played Jack, and we came to a stalemate. I I could have been more aggressive, but then we both just I was. I didn't want to overplay my hand against Jack because he would have made you pay. For yeah, he would have made you pay. And we ended up coming to a stalemate. And then uh, Jordy wanted to play me. And Jordan is too aggressive. And I basically did to him what Jack probably would have done to me. And he wasn't paying. So Jordy isn't. He's not. He's going to be pretty good one day. I'll tell you that. Because he sees the pieces, but he's thinking two, three steps ahead. He forgets to think about step one. He's like, if I do this, 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 he forgets to think about step one. So he was playing me, and he moved his queen, because if he set that up, then he had two other, three other moves set up. But he didn't realize, so he put his queen right next to a pawn. Yeah. <laughs> Just took it. Yeah. And then it was game over. I looked at him, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yep. And then it was just a formality at that point. Yeah, I was just slowly knocking him off the rest of the game. Um, well, the funny one was Jack playing Scarlet. <laughs> Papa Jack played my daughter. Who's five. And, yes. I'm sure she has no concept uh, of how the game's played. I did maybe help her. That poop move, they move a little bit here yeah. or there. Yeah. Well, she was she was getting getting a decent grip, but, but I mean, obviously very... She's five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but she's she, no chess prodigy. I mean, so I, I told very her, rare. I told her to move it, the piece there, and then she goes, that's Chet, Papa. <laughs> and then my dad uh, decided to just take every one of her pieces before finishing her. <laughs> uh, she was upset. There was, there was one particular move where uh, she moved forward, and then he took like three of her pawns in a row because he was she was excited that she got one of his pawns, and so she reached over the board and flicked his pawn off the. <laughs> uh, that's very much the is the oh. Okay, that's how we're playing. It. All right. Well, I'm just gonna do this now. <laughs> oh, it was, she was very upset about it. But I, I told her, I said, you know what, you have to lose. I said, Jack's 97. He's been playing forever. <laughs> no, our, our dad is what 51. Yeah, he'll be 52 in February. Yeah. Our so mom, our mom just turned 52. But it was a good. It was a good lesson for her. I was able to tell her, like, you know, what I mean, hey, these things happen over time. You don't just, you know, what I mean, there's very few people, like you said. That wake up and just inherently get it. Like no. the Queen's Gambit ain't walking around everywhere. No. Plus, she was on Quaaludes. So, 
That's oh, the, the little girl in the show. Yeah. yeah, I haven't watched it. I, I thought uh, you were talking about Scarlet for a moment. I was like, uh, what? We yeah. need to have a long conversation. Uh, I mean, what's not with a little bit of ludes? Nope. No, I'm just kidding. No, the show, you haven't watched yeah, The Queen's I Gambit Yeah, I hope you're kidding. No, I, I don't uh, have time for The Queen's Gambit. Uh-huh. It's Queen's a chess show that everybody's getting into. It's the same thing with me. I don't like to... I don't like you to get in the show whenever everybody's talking about it because then I already have all the information <laughs> that I need and it's like well it ruins it because then there's nothing new for me because everybody's give you putting any information. out the, I just no, said it's, 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 it's all over the interwebs yeah. it's a it's a it's a booming yeah. show yeah we watched it's it the same thing with Stranger Stranger Things it's like I, I was going to get into it late because I was caught up on other shows yeah and like time restrictions these are more priority yeah, but you also have to remember that when I finally get to it I'm like this is what we're watching and then it's like, I already know what's going to happen. Why am I wasting my time now? And then you're hanging around with the wrong people. No, it's not even hanging around anybody. That's mm. the problem. It's the internet. Well, it's I, everything. I get on the internet. And I haven't had those things. but I Maybe I avoid those a little bit more. I don't know. It's just Instagram, really. Because I haven't seen... The only person I've seen talk about... I have it. a lot of nerdy pages that I follow. A lot. I'm almost... It's yeah. pretty much all I follow. No, me, me too. I follow quite friends. a bit of them. Yeah. But, but but you know what? Like if it's if it's something that I don't know or I'm interested in watching, I just like I didn't watch Endgame right away, and for sure every one of those pages, if I even saw a glimpse, of it, it was swipe right past it real quick, as quickly as possible. Like I'm not into to spoilers, I'm not about it. I watched it the moment it released on uh, video, like that that day. I didn't watch it in theaters though. Mm, you bootlegging some of them. No, I mean, I. it was a streaming service that I had it. Actually, I bought it. I, yeah, I did buy it. I bought it on Microsoft. Oh, so you don't, I'm sorry. You didn't watch the Endgame when it was in theaters. You watched it when it was in video. Yeah, and I and I paid for it. So I wasn't okay. bootlegging anything. Yeah, no, 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 but that, I mean, that's a long time between its release and... I know, I but I think at the time I was working at Western and I was working like six days a week, 65 to 75 hours a week. Yeah, crazy amount of hours. I was not yeah. paying attention to what's going on in interwebs at the time. I didn't have yeah. any extra time. Okay, well, I mean that makes sense. I, I couldn't. I think I missed it by a week in theater, but it was. I mean, that's long enough for everyone. Yeah, to it, tell you what's going on. And, yeah, and at the most, time I was... and I will say this: like most of the pages I followed, they did say they told everyone, give it a week, stop being that a hole that wants to freaking ruin it for everybody. Like, what is it? What do you get out of that? Oh, well, you get to think like you're cooler than people on the internet. Yeah, it's, a, it's a rush. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a big fan of it. But, I mean, at least give people like a week or two to go out and watch it. Because not everybody, like you said, can just go up and watch it freaking day one. Hold on, i got to look something up. Yeah. Um. This is going to be our longest intro yet, but I'm okay with it. You can also <laughs> just cut out some stuff if you want. Like, every good thing that I said about defending myself. You look like an asshole. <laughs> I hope you guys liked that uh, opener. That was so much fun to put together. Uh, Milo kills yes. me. Uh, that's Brandon's son, Milo Shark. Um, you'll see. Oh, by the way, I was lying. It was, uh, well, maybe it was the next year. Hold on. It was the next year. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. It was a big time movie. It was, uh, it had been Logan. It had been Logan. Not, not Gen Game. I don't remember Endgame having that problem with Endgame. 
yeah. that I was working for because it was like last year, right? Twenty nineteen. Well, Logan was another one that people were like wanting to spoil, and everyone's like, "Hey, just yeah. like give people a chance to yes. watch the movie." Yeah, and I had a, one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, so it's oh, it's yeah. one of well because Logan is may, great. It may be, it might be a stretch for me to say this. One of the worst movies ever made. Logan is. That's I why like, he's a valuable. I like the real. <laughs> I like. Hugh Jackman's Logan. Uh, I mean, Logan's like the, I don't a care. very valuable member of this is this I group that we have right now. For the individual who <laughs> is just bobbling his head around on the table. Yep. Logan. The, me and that Logan have a very different relationship. Logan, you are killing it, buddy. You are, you're a very valued Why member of this. Why do you have to exist? <laughs> My life would be so much better. I liked you before. You've made me hate you. Yeah, okay. I, I'm going to trip. I'll probably trim this down a little bit. Did you even hear what he did? You know what? Let's just get into the show. Um, All right, this show I, is about what? Brekkie. Breakfast. Brekkie. Breakfast. Breakfast. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Breakfast. Or like Calvin used to say, breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> breakfast. He has a, a lisp. Yeah, he still yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, Robin, Robin. He's what, 18, 19 years old now? Yeah. He's going to be 19 here in yeah. the next year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was, uh, this I love breakfast. This was a pretty easy decision for us to decide to do a show on. I love me some breakfast. Yeah. Now, now before we get started into this, Brandon did the research, but I'm sure he can agree with me here in, uh, we're covering breakfast, but we're not going to cover every little aspect of breakfast, one, and two, it's very Americanized form did, of breakfast did because you, did you read my notes i've read i've read 90 percent of them okay so. yeah so you got it a good idea so yes what he said was was right yeah. and I, I left out a lot of um key details that i usually don't um but it's because there's a lot of items here that deserve their own episode yeah like such as cereal yeah I remember we talked about in past episodes where uh the different cultures have different forms of breakfast so again we're american it's going to be more geared towards like the full English breakfast is the main one we have yeah. today. Yeah. But I also touch on like, are we talking about bangers and mash? No. Um, <laughs> no, this isn't get into the Greek. Anyways. Um, no bangers and mash. Is show for you all mate. I know, but it's a song. And I know. <laughs> show for you all mate. Show for you all. Um, I almost added so there was like some really cool stuff that I went diving in. I was like, can't add that in there. It would bog down the show. <laughs> yeah, but I love it. There is this whole excerpt about. Uh, uh, okay, so we'll, we'll we get there. I'll talk about it. We we'll get there. I'll talk about. It. I'm not yeah, you know what? We've been, yeah, we've been yeah, going yeah. on all kind of crazy all right. in this this intro. Um, but <laughs> so uh, real quick, how you can reach us before we get into the show. I want to knock this out so that way we can get into the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, the one way you can reach us is our Instagram page, the How Did We Pod. Um, you can get a hold of me, which is now. Brandon Bro underscore ninety four. Before it was, it was Brandon underscore Bro ninety four, and then I got a text message saying, "Hi, I must have read it wrong or read something. I don't know how things work. Can you change it That's so that way cut. that it matches up with all of our show notes and everything this whole time that I've been screwing up?" And I was like, "Yeah, Justin, you got that." All that's getting cut. So you can reach the show at, at, <laughs> at How Do We Pod on Instagram. You can reach me at Justin Reyes yep. on Instagram. You can reach Brandon at Brandon Bro underscore ninety four, which has always been uh-huh, which on Instagram. Said, uh, Twitter, those three things. Twitter at Justin Reyes thirteen. Brandon 
at brandonbro94, no underscore. And then you can go to our, you can, the best way to reach us is our email. We both check it, you know, several times a week. Yep. Because um, we're usually sending each other stuff through the email. Yeah, it's just easier that way. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, hdwghpod1 at gmail.com. And all of nice. this will be in the episode. Uh, excuse me. Episode description. As will the link to our anchor page where you can donate to the show or leave voice messages. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel now with two episodes out so far. Yep. And uh, it's, dude, the, the, the next one's better than the first one. And the first one's hilarious. Yep. And we're going to have a, a special. And, and well, those, Oliver and just those... knocked Logan off <laughs> the table. That's why he's my favorite. <laughs> That's why he's my favorite. Ollie. You guys got to work together. Nope. Screw it. Right. Good job, Oliver. Uh, but the YouTube, we're going to have a special edition. You're getting a Christmas edition, present this year, buddy. A special edition type episode uh, next weekend, <laughs> and we'll announce it at the end of the show. But yeah. let's let's get it's into this. It's all about the history of hookers. Yes, let's okay. get into this show. Okay, it's not. <laughs> Justin, I want to talk to you about a god. God of waterproof blankets. What? Oceus. Waterproof blankets? Yes. The Lord of the waterproofed blankets. Okay. Gods are that god's mythical. Okay. <laughs> but Oceus is very, very real. That's super cool. Waterproof blanket. It seems like it's perfect for the fall and the winter. Oh yeah. You know it what? is yeah. beautifully perfect. You got a pocket sized blanket that your little ones can use. What? Pocket sized, Justin. Pocket sized blanket? Pocket sized. Even uh, the big one? Weighs as much as a soup can. Not even that much. I, like a little tiny can. I don't believe you. It's true. Is it's it true. true. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Okay. That, 100%. I'm and you worried. know what? I'm going to take a step further. What? Sherpa. Sherpa. Waterproof Sherpa. Get out of town. Dead serious. Get out of town. I don't want to. No, seriously. Get out of this town. No, I don't want. I was I was in Safford yesterday. I'm good. I got everything I need. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oceus is so awesome. Such a grateful uh, sponsorship as well. Uh, yeah, it's waterproof. You can get it anywhere. You can go on Amazon. You can go to Walmart.com. You can go to OceusOutdoors.com. You can go to Oceus Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. And that is spelled O-C-E-A-S. Yes. Thank you, Oceus. Waterproof blankets. Perfect gift for Christmas. Yep. Perfect to stay warm and dry. And there's four colors for your big blanket and four colors for your little blanket. Yep. High five, Oceus. Breakfast time. Breakfast. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Brecky. Eggs on bakey. Wakey, wakey. Eggs on bakey. Yeah. 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 Why do people not like breakfast foods? I I don't know. People are idiots. You could well. Ron Swanson. So, <laughs> this is a, a ongoing debate in my household. Hmm. I say breakfast is the most delicious meal of the day. My wife disagrees, and she makes a compelling argument. Tacos. Mm. But you're not having tacos every day. But breakfast we're, we're, has... We're doing pretty close. So... We we have to, I'm not even lie we have tacos like three times a week. Nice, I love tacos. Tacos are so good. So so you're saying dinner? It's probably where Pancito's coming from. Dinner on taco days is the most delicious part of the day. But no breakfast is on she just every she other thinks day. that that breakfast is the the least important meal. Oh, she's not she's not a breakfast. She's person. not a breakfast person. Gabriella, not either. what the? 
Scarlett and me love breakfast. And Milo and me love breakfast. We'll eat breakfast all day long. Yeah. I'll, oh, yeah. I love me some Brenner. <sighs> Brenner. Brenner. <sighs> and if you don't know what Brenner is, you need to treat yourself. It is breakfast for, for dinner. dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pancakes. And it's honestly better to have pancakes late. Because Pan you know what happens? I, I only make bre- pancakes every once in a while because I make them from scratch. And I usually like hook it up and make a lot of pancakes. And I end up eating like three of them with eggs and chorizo con papas, or which is chorizo and potatoes, yeah. or some bacon or spam or something. Um, hey, but do you like peanut butter cup? Do yeah. Want, do you want to throw some peanut butter cup on the spam and eggs? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> peanut butter cup. <laughs> he goes, peanut butter cup. <laughs> I like the way he draws it out. You didn't draw it out. You teased me. You didn't hey, give it to me. Peanut butter cup. <laughs> no, I, I like a variety. I'm, I, one of my favorite things to do is if we travel anywhere, even, even if it's just to Phoenix or Tucson, is to find a, a breakfast joint. And, and it can't be a chain one. Like, don't get, throw me no Denny's or IHOP nonsense. I'll eat both of those. I mean, I will in a pinch. But don't throw me that nonsense when I can go to like... Uh, Mom and Pop Shop? Oh, yeah. yeah There's yeah. this place up in um, the White Mountains. In Oh, my God. That place is always... It was packed when we went in there. Mm-hmm. In, oh, my God. So, I, I get yeah, it. There's, just, there's this... Uh, there's only one of them, and it's up in Vancouver, Washington. And it's uh, Starlit, I think. Starlit Diner. Um, and it's very good. The best. And they had malt shakes there too. Yeah, those are the best very places. Good. It's to go been there breakfast. since like the 30s or that's 40s. What I'm saying. That's the best place to go get breakfast. It was like Jerry's in Safford here. Yeah, I would like go Jerry's. over at Denny's. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, that's where I go. I don't go to I, like I'll go to Denny's, but yeah, I, 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 I prefer mean, I prefer IHOP over Denny's. And I, I know that a lot of people that disagree with that. I know. That's somebody. I know what I'm IHOP, saying here. That's somebody at IHOP freaking straight deuce in the pants. Really? You pooped your you, you pooped your pants? No, but I freaking was pooping all over the place. <laughs> you guys heard that? He pooped. Yeah. <laughs> a grown man. I put my pants as a grown man a couple times. No, yeah. I hop freaking <laughs> one time at work. Destroyed That's me. Sorry for another day. Yeah. No, I have some. I have some crazy poop stories too that we'll we'll share eventually. We'll have to do like like a medical episode. <laughs> we're doing the history of medicine. Yep. Because we're gonna split that one into two parts, right? One, one kids and one adults. We we talked about this one already. Yeah, and that one I I mean. It might be, yeah. We'll There's talk so about here, like yeah. dealing with diarrhea. We'll, we'll Justin and I will get into how we pooped our pants as adults. We'll share. We'll share some stories. But I hop dude <laughs> poop so much. It was something to look forward to. It destroyed my stomach. Really? It destroyed it. I never destroys my stomach. It just makes me sleepy because I always eat get the, the never ending pancakes. Yeah. And then I just. But it's okay for pancakes. So and I like pancakes, but I'm not like I, I'm not going out of my way for pancakes. I love me some flapjacks. I love me some flapjacks. I like them too, but I mean, I'm not going out of my way for them. I, but I stay away from them. It's like soda. Like I don't have them very often at all because it makes them more special when you have them. I, I prefer. If I, had, if I had pancakes every day, I wouldn't like them like I do. I prefer Eggs Benny to Megs Benedict. Lemon I Eggs prefer. Benny. Okay. Or. Best, best breakfast meal. Best well, breakfast meal. I was going to say this for when we got, got to Chiriso, but I get Chiriso and Capapas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cook those bad boys up. Yep. Put together. Up. Oh yeah. Put those put those on a plate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get some corn tortillas. Heat them up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Put those on top. Okay. And then you crack like four or five eggs over do, medium. Doing a little bit of beans over with those easy, bad boys. Over medium. 
and then you put those on there and then you you put some you put some beans on the edge mm-hmm. if you have leftover rice from like dinner from tacos the night before put that on the Maybe other side a of the bit edge. Of salsa and then mm-hmm. i was about to say and then you pour some salsa over the top of that bad boy and then you just go to town on that bad boy you know that's like so i mean for sure that's making me super hungry yeah uh i like so i thought you were about to say super horny mm, i really thought because <laughs> i get it either way <laughs> that's I, probably my favorite breakfast meal i like but so we'll make the steak and then i'll slide that bad boy up and then the, the oh, corn tortillas you know what i mean underneath yeah. the steak uh, some beans some eggs yeah. and then some fresh salsa on top yeah. all day yeah all day or, or you get you get a, you get some t- bread and you toast it and then you fry up some spam Okay, and then and then what you do is you you put that to the side, and then you put some eggs down, a little salt, a little pepper, not a little too not SMB. too much salt because the spam's already salty. Okay, we'll it's get not, into why that is. I'm not a big spam guy, but go ahead. I I do like spam though. Or we could do just do bacon. I don't want bacon, bacon cake, okay. and you thinly <laughs> thinly sliced tomato. I know a lot of people can do this, mm-hmm. but anytime you put tomato in a in a, in a burger or a sandwich or anything, always thinly slice them. Don't ever do a thick cut. And they're yeah. sliding out, and then yeah, they're, it becomes they're, a problem. It becomes a problem. Becomes a problem. You can do like four really thin slices, and they won't slide out everywhere. Yeah. So problem solved. But you get a little bit of romaine lettuce. You rinse mm-hmm. that bad boy off, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm with. You. I prefer mayo. Not a lot, like a light layer of mayo. I prefer on my light toast. layer mayo. Yeah, on, on my yep, toast. Yep, yep, but yep. you could do butter. You could do butter and then mayo if you want. I feel like that's kind of putting a hat on a hat. Um, but if that's what you want, mayo that's what you then do. butter. Okay. Who puts? Anyways, people do. It's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. I'm not judging. I am hey. a little bit, but I mean, it, it's kind of putting a hat on a hat. They're just both fats, <laughs> right? But um, <laughs> you know, you do that, so you just layer that bad boy up, and always, always, always. Put the eggs above the meats and put the vegetables above the eggs. And it has okay. to be a fried egg and that yolk has to be able to just bust, bust everywhere. Yeah. Hey, you just want you yeah. want to get that, that oak that oh, yolk jism yeah. everywhere, bro. I can just All see it right buns. now. It gets me so excited. Yeah. yeah. I can do a an egg sandwich like that. That's yeah. my that's my jam too. What was that, Justin? That's my jam too. Like, you know was what? That your but penis I like, the table? So I like I like <laughs> I like the light layer meal too, and I also like just a dab of mustard for a little bit of a little bit of spice, extra. specifically spicy brown mustard. I'm not a big spicy brown mustard fan. Yellow but mustard, their own. yellow yellow mustard. I feel is a just particularly a plain or like a regular hot dog or yeah, regular hot dog. Yeah. Or excuse me, or a regular like hamburger, like bacon cheeseburger or cheeseburger. Yellow mustard for that. Spicy brown mustard for like bratwurst and 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 and, 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 and like egg sandwiches, and I'm trying to think of all the stuff that I See, put and it I'm on. See, I'm not, I, but I'm, I'm I'm more picky with my mustards, so I I don't I, really I like the br- particular yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So I I like I like the yellow mustard for whatever reason. I go basic with yellow mustard, yeah. and I'm okay with it. Yeah, because you're basic white bitch. It's okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it. So <laughs> a little bit of that on there. It's like what do you make your like your eggs? Like our both our kids love them to make sandwiches. Yeah, my last meal of time. Uh, <laughs> even even egg salad sandwich. Egg USA, salad sandwich. He, yep. So I know which egg sandwich my son wants because he'll start describing what the ingredients are. <laughs> He'll say, can I get an egg sandwich with the tomato <laughs> and the spam and the bread? And I'll be like, yeah, buddy, you got it. If he wants an egg salad sandwich, he'll be like, dad, can I get the egg salad sandwich? Oh, oh, okay. Whenever he says the egg sandwich, 
with the spam and the bread and all that. He'll say, and you smush it. I forgot to add that part because he yeah. always says that. He's like, eggs and the bread and the and the spam and you smush <laughs> it. And I'll be like, yeah, buddy, you got it. And then if he wants the other one, I know specifically wants it. He goes, Dad, can I get the egg sandwich where you mixed it with the mustard and the sp- salt and that red stuff and which is paprika and then <laughs> and then you and then you spread it on the sandwich and because he calls them sandwiches yeah and and I'm like yeah buddy you got it <laughs> and I always ask him can do you want me to cut it up for you yeah can you do the little triangles every oh, single time oh my goodness oh my goodness <laughs> that's uh, Scarlet Scarlet. I gotta make her more. I'm trying to branch her out as far as her breakfast goes, cause she likes her scrambled eggs, and she likes. I'm trying to get her into the fried eggs side because the fried eggs are my favorite. Always have been. Yeah. And scrambled gonna, eggs I, have their place. Scrambled eggs have their place. You know what? I want to learn how to make here soon. Hmm. And I've been talking about this for like a couple of years now. I just haven't done it. Poached egg. Poached. Hmm. Poached. They say. I, I mean. Okay. I just haven't yeah. done it. Yeah. We haven't even talked about this before. How'd you know? I guess this most most people like this the general progression, to, yeah. to poached egg. I just I'm curious. We'll get into uh, how whenever eggs really became uh, the big deal, um, the main people started recognizing it. There was we'll, we'll get into it. It's it's in the it's in the script, so you'll see. Yeah, but let's um, uh, let's actually let's move to the script. We could talk about. I, I just yeah. we just love breakfast. We we do. I can talk um, about breakfast all day. Um, so well, let's go ahead and start in the late Stone Age, the Neolithic era, uh, about five thousand years ago. Early humans would eat porridge made from grain. They would grind up into in large grindstones. Um, later, the the Romans would actually continue with that, and it would actually continue on for a while. Uh, porridge would be a common uh, breakfast food. Yeah, and 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 grains and porridge a lot like eggs. It's not only because they fit well within that breakfast domain. But also the uh, the ease of getting it, and for and it wasn't even necessarily for its nutritional value at first because they didn't understand nutrition's as much. But uh, it, it was the grains were there, right? And you need food, you need to eat it. Uh, and, and I'm sure Brandon will get into that with the, the eggs too, and that's why today people like it so much. Why dad used to get it? Yeah, uh, it's a cheap, easy protein. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's like nine grams of protein. Yeah, and, and, and you and and I know a lot of people swear about the egg whites. You need the yolk too. Yep, they complete each other. Oh yeah, yeah. They're like all oh, the cholesterol. Cholesterol is actually good for you. It's the building blocks for hormones. Yeah, but don't it's blame just, the eggs. Blame the other things that you're eating. Yeah, it's it's all the other things <laughs> you're eating. I, I've literally been cutting out bread. I'm probably from a few months ago. I I'm eating sixty percent less bread. Yeah, I, I eat far, yeah, far less bread. Though. I still eat it. No. Don't get me wrong. That's why I said 60%, not 100%. No. But uh, it, I have reduced my bread intake dramatically. When I've switched the types and of bread I eat, too. Yeah. yeah I've switched, I've switched them but, I mean, bread's really just not good for you. It, and it's the and it's not it's not just the bread problem. It's the bread, the sugar, and the fat. You're eating all three together, and your body gets confused. Once the fine flours well, and the fine sugars that really don't yeah. like you they just like to stick around well it's it's your body gets when it gets three different types of energy sources it's like what the fuck do i do with all this yeah. shit yeah and that's yeah. really what it is um but we can get into that into like a nutrition episode like understanding of nutrition throughout history um so we'll, we'll do that and then since we've touched on this this will be kind of like a precursor to it um because this is just what people ate right so it's kind of an idea of yeah. what they're eating, but this is just for for the morning time, right? We're not talking about dinners. We're not talking about lunches yep. here. So breakfast. Um, okay, let's go ahead and head to uh, China and English. So re- a record from China and Egypt. Um, did I say China and Jesus? 
You said e- English. I oh, think. in English. You said okay. something. You said something weird. I saw an E. It wasn't Egypt. And I, it wasn't Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, wait, I didn't remember saying Egypt the first time. <laughs> Anyways, so record from China and Jesus, no, uh, Egypt, <laughs> showed that fowl were domesticated and laying eggs for humans, uh, for human consumption around 1400 BCE. And uh, there is archaeological evidence for uh, egg consumption dating back to the Neolithic age. By five fifth century BC, BCE and BC are the same thing, guys. Yeah. By the way, yeah. um, it's just people don't want to re- recognize the Gregorian calendar as a Gregorian ta- calendar, so they add the e to the end. Yeah, or, um, or yeah, it was before anyways, Common Era or. Uh, yeah. So the domesticated uh, chickens spread to Lydia, modern day Turkey, in Western Asia Minor, and to Greece by the fifth century BC as well. So what I what I just want to illustrate is that that's where chicken laying started. Uh, was China and Egypt. One of the two had it first. And then I'm going to guess China. It went through Egypt, up through Lydia, and then into Europe. And it was and then Europe to the States, you know, and then that was well, to the I, Americas. I will add, like, whole breakfast meals weren't necessarily thing until till recently. No, they were like a they, like a morning snack just to get something in your body. Yeah, it's, then, it's what it was. You're breaking your fast. That's why they call it breakfast. You're breaking your fast from your sleep because yep. you're not eating from your time for dinner. You break morning. up the word breakfast, it literally is break yeah, fast. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Uh, and a lot of... In, so Greece, I don't know if, if you came across this one. Um, I was doing a little bit of research on the side. In, in, in the Greek and Roman traditions, they did... It was wine in the morning. It was mm-hmm. diluted wine. Mm-hmm. It was I didn't add that to my notes, but I, yeah. I was going to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, go keep going, though. You're yeah, good. It, it's a, it's same with, like, um, a beer became, like, spirits. Yep, and became, that's, that's added in here, yeah. Yeah, did you talk about uh, Queen Elizabeth and her? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, because of the, Elizabeth, the Elizabethan era. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit more Drinking of that as we get to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but they would, do, they would drink a diluted wine, because if you drank the foolhardy wine that people drink now, that you were thought of as more of a drunkard. Um, but if you drank a diluted breakfast liqueur or wine, yeah. then it was, it was very normal. Yeah, yeah, they would, they would have a watered down ales all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was very, yeah. it was very normal. Actually, beer. Um, we'll we'll get into that. I, I'm gonna save that for a later later episode. I actually have some cool facts about that. Yeah. Um, but we'll, I'll save that. They still have watered down uh, beer yeah. now, as you talk about. Like, I'll talk about where beer came from and, yeah. and actually why certain ales were made in the yeah. first place. Um, and it won't be for a lot of what if the ones that know or will know, but the ones that don't know will have no idea and will never guess it. Yeah. So on another episode, um, so let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about pancakes for one second. Um, although there is a possibility that Otzi, the the Ice Man in 3300 BC, um, had had an, an early form of what is now beloved breakfast item. But experts are sure the pancake was invented by more than likely the Romans in first century AD. They at, called it uh, Alta Dulcia, which another sweet in Latin. That's what it means. Uh, dulcia is like, made like from. Dulce. It's made from milk, flour, egg, and spices. They would typically eat them with honey. They would spread honey on it because there's no syrup, right? Yeah, syrup. Well, syrup. We'll get still, into where it came from in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and honey stuck around through breakfast because honey is just—it's the same, similar Actually, to the next. The next thing is all about syrup, so we'll, we'll yeah. talk about it right now. But go ahead. Yeah, but I mean, honey—it's—it's it's similar in the in the sense of it's natural and you can—it's it's thick and sweet. Yeah, and you can get it and it's thick yeah. and sweet and and it has like a, a liquid a liquid uh, effect, right? Yeah. 
Um, so real quick, sometime around this point in the timeline, th- those indigenous to the eastern woodlands in nor- uh, northern North America, modern-day Canada, began to tap turn sap from maple trees into syrup. These native tribes were known as the Abnaki, and, and just bear with me, these are a different language. Haudenosiani, Mi Gmik, and later the Anishinaab, I don't know, I, I don't know guys, took the maple <laughs> curing to, so, so the Anishinaab uh, took the maple curing to help with preservative, preserving food in hard times. So they actually use it for multiple reasons, right? Yeah. Um, this all took place long before the Mayflower ever even touched the shores of the continental, uh, yeah, nice. of, of the either continent. Nice. Let alone the Northern America. So those Canadians were making syrup long, long. The ago. real, the, the 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 non-white Canadians, yeah. I mean, yeah. they were light-skinned, but that was because they lived in the colder climate. Yeah. Yep. Um, Middle Ages. Off to the Middle Ages, barley and hops were used to make uh, oatmeal shake. <laughs> oatmeal shake. That's what I meant <laughs> to say. <laughs> I was like, wow. hold on. I was going to say sake yeah, for a yeah, second. Yeah. I had this lined up. We <laughs> forgot about it. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna start from the top. You ready? Off to the Middle Ages, barley and hops were used to make oatmeal. Psych! They terribly used it to make beer, which was served <laughs> to the peasants <laughs> come morn along with oat cakes or porridge. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah I set that up for myself. <laughs> Completely forgot about it. Although, <laughs> although the ancient Greeks had their version, uh, and there was another version in medieval Europe. The early waffle iron originated in low countries in Europe right around the 14th century. Prior, they had then they had made uh, wafers. So they made wafers before. Now they're making waffles, right? Nice. Yeah. And and I don't I think like the wafers was the same. But if we when we get into a uh, sweet snack yeah. episode, we'll talk about wafers. I for will a say this: you can only have them very rarely. Like every Christmas, our our, our dad and our stepmom make it. But uh, the waffles with the fresh fruit and it, yeah, they, they load terrible up with all for you, crap. but so delicious. They, they, they load up a bunch of crap. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. So good. Not good for my tum-tum, <laughs> what's, but good for my mouth What's mouth a year? Mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it was uh, constructed by two hinged iron plates connected to two long wooden handles. The plates were often made to imprint uh, elaborate patterns on the waffle, including coat of arms, landscapes, uh, or religious uh, like items or depictions. Yeah. Nice. Okay, let's uh let's take a stop in France for a moment to discuss omelets, uh omelettes or the almoulet and omelette are made in nine thirteen ninety three, um by the Manigier de Paris. Uh, so now keep note that there are many variations of the omelet. If you from India, Indonesia, Iran, Italy, Japan, Korea. The Philippines, Spain, Thailand, Mesoamerica, and of course the U.S. Or I wouldn't be even knowing to put this on the list, right? So of course omelets had to come through here. So there's a bunch of different versions of omelets, and I would very much encourage you guys to go and look them up and try different out different recipes. What's your, what's your favorite ingredients in an omelet? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I like chives. I like tomato. I tomato, like onion. Some ham. Um, if you wanna, you wanna saute them onions up a little bit. Get them a little crispy. Saute them up with some butter. I know you don't care for the onions. 
Like the flavor, um, but not the onions themselves. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sauteed onions are really sweet. They're not. They're not that harsh flavor. No, I, I don't mind the flavor. I don't like the onion itself. I can't find it. I like the onion flavoring. Let's we'll talk about. Is it the texture of the onion? Mm-hmm. Well, it becomes a different texture. It's not crispy. Yeah. Whenever it's sauteed. Yeah. I'll and just saute some onions up. You don't have to try it and tell me you hate them. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so, so put you know a if you want to do that with a little the, bit of bell pepper, maybe some some chunked ham. I like the the cubed uh-huh. ham. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, bell pepper. I you know bell pepper is good. I would prefer it like in a stuffed bell pepper. I prefer stuffed bell pepper if I'm gonna have a bell pepper or in like a or fajita. just raw or fajita. And, yeah, fajitas are good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, um, for sure, fajitas always, yeah. all day. All day, son. Yeah. Fajitas have onion in it? No, I, not my fajitas, no. You fry them up in there, and then you just you take the bell peppers out around them. Uh, uh, the first settler to make an account of maple sugaring... My wife would love to eat fajitas with you, because then she'll just eat your onions. Okay, she work. loves onions. A lot of work. It, the problem is, is we'll go to Subway. We don't do this very often. And she always gets red onions on there. I won't kiss her for the rest of the day. It's all I can smell and taste when I kiss her is the onion. It's the only thing that sticks out. I, I tell her, I was like, well, she's like, all right, can I get the red onion on there? I was like, well, we're done kissing today. She's like, she shoots me a look. She knows. We've been together for a decade, so the better part of a decade. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we have like eight or nine years in, something like that. Yeah, married for five of them. Five and a half. Somewhere there, yeah. Yeah. Well. It's crazy. You just had your uh, sixth Six year, huh? In October. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, six years, long time. Yeah. Awesome um, time. But <laughs> okay, so the uh, first settlers to make uh, an account of maple uh, sugaring were by Andre Thivet, who wrote uh, Thivet. Thivet. Okay, I wasn't sure. These 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 there's a lot of words and names in here that. Are here to mess you up today, this week, aren't they? Yeah, just the beginning, mostly. <laughs> there, I think there's some throughout, but, I, yeah. they, but mostly in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, so Jacques Gautier's Voyages in 1557. I said that good, didn't I, you son of a bitch? And yeah. by Marc Laberbot, <laughs> Lascobar. So it's probably Lascobar, uh, where, <laughs> who described the collection and distillation of sap by way of the Mo- Mi Kmek tribe in 1606. So they learned how to sugar sap. Sugar sap is turning sap into syrup. It's you're sugaring it. Oh, okay. You, you Just, boil it down. You're yeah. boiling out all the extra excess stuff, and then it becomes syrup. Right. You're making it so it's the, pure the sweetness of. They see 100 percent maple maple syrup. They mean that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in England in at 1558. Well, yeah, so that was the start of the Elizabethan era that we were talking about earlier, are known for the reign of Queen Elizabeth I, the height of England's own renaissance, right? So this yeah. is the period where their art and their culture is booming. Yeah. Uh, during this period, they would eat their pancakes flavored with spices, rose water, sherry, and apples. There you go. Yep. They Queen drink. Elizabeth getting after getting it. it. Having and that morning know, beer? Having that breakfast beer? And you know she had those little glasses she was drinking the sherry with? Mm-hmm. She's just enjoying oh, yeah. herself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I will say, Queen so, Elizabeth was a was a was a bad motherfucker. Yeah, and I will say he didn't touch on it as much in his notes, but, uh, so 
the, as, as with most things in history, the church changed a lot of things. There was a period in time when the Catholic Church took over after, uh, right during the Dark Ages, yep. um, when Constantine started switching over to the Catholic Church rule and all those different things. Yeah, uh, they, that, uh, they said Catholicism breakfast actually, is, the, is yeah. the main religion to but, Rome. But Rome they Empire. also said that... that um, Breakfast was a bit of a sin because it was a form of gluttony. So people stopped eating breakfast for a while there. Uh, and that became, like, again, the Dark Ages because no one wanted to eat breakfast. That was a big part of it. Uh, but they would still give it to, like, inventor people that needed breakfast. That's what made Dark Ages the Dark Ages? Is yeah. No breakfast? No breakfast. That makes sense to me. I'll buy it. <laughs> I know you're selling snake oil, but you know what? I'm buying it. Yeah, but uh, you couldn't. you couldn't. And then, to revert back to an older episode... When chocolate started to be introduced, it made the Catholic Church change their mind a little bit because they were Chocolate's like, delicious. we need some more of this in our life. But it was the chocolate drinks, right? Because remember when it came over first, it was the chocolate drinks. Yep. So the chocolate drinks, they would say, okay, you can have a chocolate drink in yeah, the morning. It wasn't sweet until later. Yep. And that's whenever they started to introduce the, uh, well, so, so chocolate, coffee, we didn't talk about it as much in the episode, but chocolate, coffee, and tea I, all made their way to Europe I purposely the same left out time. coffee altogether because yes. that's a whole episode on itself. Yep. And it's not even worth putting in here because it's a, I want to talk about more about the food. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I left out juices. I left out yep. co- anything you're drinking. I really left out. I yeah. added the sherry just because that was added specifically with an item. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and yeah, because we could do coffee all day long. We will do one. Um, yeah, and I, I touched on beer just because of that joke, and I completely stepped on my own joke. <laughs> uh, but, but we do. We're going to do a whole episode on beer. Yeah, but but uh, so chocolate, coffee, and tea all came to Europe basically around the same time period. They're yeah. really really close, and so those. So chocolate basically reintroduced breakfast and also reintroduced coffee. So chocolate, which is an episode you need to go back and listen to if you haven't done it or so already. Really good episode. It's one of my very favorites. good. It's, it's, yes. it's a very good episode. Uh, is a big reason for your not only your coffee but your breakfast that you see today. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go back and listen to that episode mm-hmm. and, and thank you, chocolate. Yeah, thank you, chocolate. Yeah. So also <laughs> thank you, 17th century uh, China. Yep. You gave us um, bacon. Yeah, you're a real one. You're bacon. A real one. They didn't call it bacon, though. Mm. The word bacon is as a French and German descent, meaning back of pig. Yeah, bacon. So, so the the bacon that the Chinese were talking about was the belly, right? Mm-hmm. The word bacon means the back, but they're both talking about pig. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Into the West. In the West, in 1620, uh, that an English medical writer, Tobias Veneer, actually suggests eating eggs for breakfast. So this is the first time we really see somebody of the medical community saying it is awesome for you. Yep. He's said to you should eat them poached with salt, pepper, and vinegar and served with bread and butter. And as far as I understand, the only way to make poached eggs is with vinegar and boiling water. Yes, from what I understand as well. Yeah. Also delicious. Because it helps uh, it helps congeal it. I will say one, little, one more little tidbit. That's the right word. Um, the, uh, so in the six, 1960s, England and all of them reintroduced eggs and stuff like that. But the Romans beforehand used to do all kinds of crazy stuff with, with eggs. They loved themselves. Yeah, they shove up their ass. They would throw them at well, people. Well, they would like have an ember in a fire and they would like throw them in the fire. So by the morning they're cooked. They would do like all kinds of different things. Like So they loved themselves some eggs in Roman mm-hmm. in Roman times. But again, whenever the Catholic Church started to take over, you had Constantine, then it went to the Dark Age, all that stuff. It went away. This is a so reintroduction. Threw a whole egg in a fire, just let it sit in the coal. Sit there overnight. Yeah, well, you you got to think like <laughs> there's standards for not only food but for health 
safety in those things. Well, I mean, it's in a, it's in a show, so it wouldn't be that bad. No, but, it's, just a, it's just a weird way of doing things. Yeah, I was like, why don't you just boil it in the morning for like 20 minutes yeah. on a low simmer or whatever. I mean, or you can long, do it in five minutes on a high heat. It's a long or, time ago. As we talked about, people from the past, not all of them, not very bright. But they also didn't have a lot of information or education to them. bitches. Behind. That's what I say. Yeah. By the late 1700s, <laughs> uh, maple sugar production began by colonists who drilled holes in Justin's ass. Wait, what? Yeah, I don't see anything wrong here. <laughs> no, into maples, uh, into maple trees, and fitted them with wooden spouts, uh, through which sap flowed and was collected into hollowed-out logs. The sap was then transported to a sugar shack, alternatively a sugar house or garbonet à sauce in French. I like sugar shack. Where it was. <laughs> <laughs> Where it was boiled down to, sir, we should name our, uh, when we get an actual studio, like a real yeah. studio, we should call it the Sugar Shack. The Sugar Shack. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> where the sweet, sweet acoustics are being put together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boiled down to syrup. Yep. In a large metal kettles over fire. Once the maple sap is collected, the diluted raw materials is reduced by evaporating to remove excess water. Nothing at all is added. It takes approximately 30 to 45 liters of maple sap. The typical amount of sap of one tree produces over the course of the entire sugar season to produce one liter of pure maple syrup. The trees on one hectare, 100 acres of land can yield about 250 liters of syrup. So like you're talking about like real tree farms going on now. I'm talking about real tree yeah. farms, and they need to keep those trees alive. They're yes. just taking off the excess sap. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right, corned beef, as uh, was first coined by the British when referring to salt crystals used to store meat, which was roughly the size of corn kernels. This was in the late 1700s. Corned beef hash, as we understand it, is a few hundred years away. Mm, that makes sense. Like 250, something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 1726, Spain made chorizo for the first time, chorizo. which is, just means sausage, right? So this yeah, sausage, was, sausage. Defi- yep, was defined by the Royal Academy of Language in the Dictionary of Authorities as short piece of gut filled with meat, regularly pork, chopped and seasoned, usually cured by smoke. Mm. Not long after that, were Mexicans able to make chorizo by their own, uh, make their chorizo of their own thing by adding chilies and other things to it. Also, due to the fact that there was a lot of poverty and hard times in some areas of Mexico, uh, the ones who would butcher and store meat would take a lot of the leftover parts and grind them up, and add chili, not and chili, add chili and uh, seasonings, stuff them into tubes like other sausages, and smoke the sticks. So that's how we get modern day chorizo. Mm. I mean, it would it would adapt evolve a little bit, yeah, but like for the most part, that's yeah. exactly what people do. Mm. However, just, uh, despite all of that, real breakfast, at least breakfast as we know it, didn't really begin until the early 19th century, when men left the fields and picked up the briefcases. Wives and other cooks would often serve these now businessmen a two-course meal that would often begin with a bowl of porridge and followed by toast and eggs with a side of meat, usually bacon or fish. This style of breakfast would later be called the full English be- breakfast during World War One, when lighter breakfasts were preferred. Yeah, English breakfast. English breakfast is, is 
Very interesting. You would think it'd be closer to what we, but America's just such close. a. It's more bland. It's it's more bland. A okay. lot of their food so is the, more the bland. Least bland. The least bland by far is it's bacon, bacon or sausage. Right? Yeah. So yeah. You have bacon, sausage, eggs, toast. Yeah, I mean that's uh, I can eat that all day long. Some yeah, hash brown. Yeah, some hash on the side. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, but in America, you have different cultures adding their own flavors into it, so you can get a I mean, bunch. Ours, of we things. season our shit up. I know, yeah. I do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the sweet and savory they say is very American. It's yeah. it's not as much around the world. You don't get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and they would they would drain their ba- their bacon grease before they cook their eggs. Which is we <laughs> I cook my eggs what in my waste. bacon grease. Yeah, why wouldn't you? I it, whenever I pull my eggs out of the pan, almost all the bacon grease has been absorbed into the egg. Yeah. So I don't need to add pepper, or salt, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, no. Salt, if it has a bacon grease in there already, yeah, I don't need any more seasoning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I will season up my uh, uh, hash browns. I, I make my hash browns from scratch. I just You just grade a potato. Mm-hmm. You take a cheese grater, and you grate a potato, okay? And then you put it in water, and then you season the water, and then you mix it up. Mm-hmm. And then you take the potato right out from the water onto the pan, okay? And then you and then you Fry press it. Boy, Usually yeah. press it and just let it fry. <clears throat> yep. Okay. So so those are really easy. If you can't, you can make hash browns. You can't really make anything else. It's, I think that's it's, the, the hardest part about hash browns is letting it sit. You gotta let it sit for a while. Yeah, yeah. You get you can't you can't start flipping and turning. Mm-hmm. I like to just scramble mine up a little bit just because I'll do that later anyways. But to make like a real hash brown, yeah, you gotta let it. No, sit. I let mine sit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll make you some hash browns here before too yeah. long. No, making most breakfasts are pretty simple to make. Going to but so good. Make breakfast for this episode so we can we can have breakfast before we well, we get hell? it. Uh, but we woke up like an hour earlier than we usually do. You could have like brought a breakfast burrito to brother up with. I, I needed burrito. to go to the store and get eggs. I'm not eggs. Mm, maybe those. I, I got two dozen like six days ago and they're all gone. I know that's we run through eggs. Me and Scarlett. Yeah, I got it. Well, I've had the Nona bear and he's been eating up my eggs. Nona, he loves him eggs like his mom. Yeah, I made him eggs yesterday morning. Yeah, yeah. Amber loved her some eggs too. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I I have to eat eggs in the morning, so it's become a weird thing over the last few years. Uh, not necessarily have to eat, but I have to eat like some sort of protein in the morning when I go we'll to give work. You a shot of protein in the so morning. So if I don't, if I don't, by like midday, I get a bad, bad migraine. Mm. Bad. I've noticed that. Mm. The morning I don't eat breakfast, migraine. The mornings I eat breakfast, haven't yet to have one. It doesn't matter for me. I just can't eat a lot of bread or sugar, and I won't get headaches. And I need sleep, adequate sleep. I don't, it I don't mind the breads way. as much in the morning, but if it happens after the morning, like after my active periods, forget it. My stomach hates me. Mm. Hates my guts. I hate your guts. By the mid-19th century, the higher class began to eat more elaborate breakfast. In a book from 1861 called The Book of Household Management by Isabel Beaton, she suggested a daily breakfast buffet that included a cold joint of meat. And this is a quote, okay? Cold joint of meat, game pies, boiled mackerel, sausages, bacon and eggs, muffins, toast, marmalade, butter, jam, coffee, and tea. For sure she was British. For sure she was British. Yeah, cold joint of meat. Yeah, <laughs> British, I, I was 100%. I change it and put like a more... Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, muffin, more toast, commonly marmalade, used, British. Yeah, marmalade, right there, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to put... Co- Sounds like Paddington. A uh, 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 cold joint of meat. I was going to use a, a more commonly known colloquialism for that, but I was like, I'll just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few things that I ran by. I was going to change it, like in yeah. uh, the description for. I love me some British terms or like some British, like, like yeah, some British breakfast breakfast and stuff like that. And it, yeah, for sure. Well, because our grand. Is, she's, is, she's Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. And they spend a lot of time in, in 
in England or the UK in general because mm-hmm. she's from Scotland. And then uh, she spent a lot of time throughout Europe. But she'll say some things I used to watch, like um, uh, Faulty Towers or Keeping Up Appearances, some of the old old Britcoms. I love Keeping Up Appearances. And it's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then we've been watching the The Crown, and then some of those. And I just they crack me up. Yeah, they crack me. Up. Yep. Okay, the August twenty fourth, nineteen sixty nine. Eighteen sixty. I said 19, didn't I? Yep. I do this every time. <laughs> 1869. The, nice. The the patent for what it was the first of the modern day waffle iron was given to Cornelius Swartout, possibly Swarthout, of Troy, New York. Cornelius. Love it. Loved it. Yep. <laughs> yep. I had to put his whole name. Um, late 1800s. Sometimes whenever I put like Mr. or Mrs. and then just the last name, that's because the first name's too ridiculous. <laughs> It's good enough. <laughs> Late 1800s, there was a blackish, blackish? Like the show? Uh, mine says backlash. That's so... what mine says too, but I read it as blackish. <laughs> there was a okay, bl- okay. backlash okay, against these kinds of lavish diets. Groups such as the Seventh-day Advents protested that meat-based breakfast were the cause of bad health. Yes, and so the Seventh-day... So you had something for this, huh? The seven-day Adventists are wackadoodle for sure. That's a piece of shit. But also, you can thank them for the breakfast you have today. Huge in the breakfast you have today. Not only in the cereals, the uh, the Kellogg brothers were seven-day Adventists. So was... Um, That's why cereals, they push cereals so hard in granola. Yes. And that's, so, in 1863, yes. granola... Uh, was developed by Dr. Caleb Jackson with the use of wheat flour, oatmeal, and cornmeal. So I'm sure he was one of them. Yes. They were all Seventh-day Adventists. Wackadoodle for sure. But I love me some cereal. Cereal's good. Love me some cold cereal. Cereal's good. Yeah. 1892, (laughs) Henry Perky invented shredded wheat, which would be the first cereal... Within two years, also one a, John Harvey Kellogg and W.K. Yep. Kellogg invented the cornflake. All three of them Seventh-day Adventists. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, is it John Henry or w- one of them two end up going like bananas? Going John Harvey stuck around for a little bit. So it must be W.K. One of them went crazy. Yeah, he, he kind of falls off. Yeah. Um, by the turn of the century, not only was the English breakfast a staple, but so were hot cereals such as cream of wheat, grits. I love me some grits. And oatmeal were often on the menu. I eat mostly oatmeal, but I do... Cream of wheat's not bad. I love grits. Grits is good. It's really good. I remember the first time I had it. I was like, what? What is this? I love me some oatmeal. There's just not... Uh, where we live, there's not a lot of grits available. Because it's just not here. Yeah. It's on the shelf. No one buys it. Yeah. Uh, not only those... Go to the city, though, and get some good so, grits. So not only those were on the menu, but popcorn was also a day-starting meal. Nice. Popcorn. Yeah, I, I think some people do say like they like popcorn as long as it's like not buttered and and freaking all the extra mm-hmm. that people like to put on the popcorn. Mm-hmm. They're just plain ass popcorn. Yep. Nineteen twenties roar in and with it Wheaties, shredded wheat, Wonder Bread. No, this is Wonder. I don't know what it, what Wonder is. Uh, Aunt Jemima pancake mix, Rice Krispies, and you actually I think it is Wonder Bread, and I think I just didn't Ew, type cho- it so in. chocolate drinks come back to breakfast. Yeah, Wonder Bread did come out. This was again the the chocolate drinks were what started breakfast back in after Yoo-hoo. the Catholic Church. The I Yoo-hoo heard uh, I heard uh, chocolate soldiers were better, but mm, they're they they have doc, they have two chocolate soldiers, uh, uh, 
places of business. One on like I think they're either side of the coast or something like that. Um, but neither of them sell the drink anymore. But I heard the chocolate soldier drink was mm, out of, of this world. Did you say roared in because it was the roaring twenties? You tried that little. Wow. With the nineteen thirties, like you're not impressed. With the nineteen thirties came the Great Depression, and in these hard times, if one were to eat, they would eat creamed, chipped beef. Yep. What the hell is cream chip? Anyway, I don't know, but that's on what toast, said. that was a literal. That was that wasn't me. That wasn't my mess up. I promise. Kicks, Krispy Kreme donuts. Yay, 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 yay. Bisquick, Mott's applesauce. I really like that too. Um, juice and sauce, both. Juice. Okay, I like both of those. I just so, yeah, just quick mention. Yep. And Nescafe became the most popular breakfast choice due to the fact that they wouldn't have to buy additional items to prepare them. Mm-hmm. And the the, the the transition from the morning um, alcohol. Which is a downer to <laughs> morning know, caffeine. The way you said it reminded me of Chappelle. Yeah, Drugs alcohol. and alcohol Ruin have ruined my, my life. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, no, I love that skit. Um, uh, yeah, we could talk about Chappelle forever. So I'm going to move on. No, I, I, I go was, I'm good. More. You just yeah. lost train of thought. I love uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, the transition from morning alcohol to morning caffeine is so funny because both of those substances are drugs. really affect you. Yeah. Yes, They're but drugs. in two totally different ways. Although um, the the caffeine is definitely the better. The better of the two. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, caffeine's better for you. It's actually healthy yeah. for you in, in the right dose. In the right dosage and at the right times. Yeah. Uh, there's actually some people that, that recommend drinking coffee before you go to sleep. But again, we'll say that for the coffee episode. Yep. One word, four letters, six ingredients. In 1937, <laughs> Spam is released to the world. More specifically, 44 countries around the world from Hornell Company. The six ingredients are pork, water, salt, potato starch, sugar, and sodium nitrate. I always thought it was a artificial uh, ham, but it's not. It's just ham that's been like uh, spruced up a little bit. Yep. Um, and it's huge in Hawaii because of... We'll talk about that. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. We'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Okay, so 1939, Ranger Joe wheat, uh, honey, wheat Honey's Cereal was the first pre-sweetened cereal to ever hit the market. This cereal looked a lot like what the Kellogg's Honey Smacks would later look like. I'm sure you've heard the mantra, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. What you probably haven't heard is that it had nothing to do with nutrition or studies indicating that there's there's any validity to the claim. It was, however, all a marketing ploy in 1944 launched by Grape Nuts manufacturer General Foods to get the cereal off the shelves and into people's bellies. Marketing, man. Marketing mm-hmm. so big. It's, you can do the right changes marketing. changes a lot of stuff, yeah. In the Although midst, a lot of people do And that's say, a very successful marketing campaign if people think about that today. I, I think part of it, though, too, is because there is some validity to there it is, now. But, they didn't but it wasn't any, because of that. What, they didn't they do it didn't because do of the validity? Study. Yeah. Yeah. But after the fact, yep. later, they, they got some validity added to them by people not up there. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's right here. In the midst of this, grocery stores handed out pamphlets that promoted the importance of breakfast. They even went so far as to say that nutrition experts say breakfast is the most important meal of the day on the radio. Nice. So John Harvey Kellogg, being a doctor and a very religious man, believed that cereal would be both uh, it both improve Americans' health and keep them from masturbating each other during sex. 
Well, that's just not fun. No, actually, he said, uh, he did say, <laughs> he did say, and I, I, all I did is made it a little worse. Yep. Only a little, because he did say that it would keep them from masturbating and having sexual, uh, uh, like, feelings or thoughts. Yeah, that's boring. Not yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what I say again, he was a Seventh-day Adventist, uh-huh. so they're a little wackadoodle. I just, I just wanted to yeah. say something even more ridiculous than what he said. Yeah, because what he said was so damn ridiculous. Yep, a lot of people believe. There's people and believe he was that today. A doctor, people believe that today. They need to shit themselves. He was a seven day advent dude. Uh, like, so religion could do some great things, but religion them, but does some crazy things. Laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Religion can get very out of hand, yeah. and it does all the it, time. It can do some really good things. We're not here to harp on religion. There are some religion. There was religious sex that, that have really helps some people. Really, really good things. But there's but, some people that take advantage of. But that. there's oh yeah, it also opens that window for for terrible, people. for crazy people. And, and yeah. well, that's it. That's not even. That's not even. Yeah. In the 1950s, <laughs> Eggo waffles were made to make another option for the conventional toaster hey. oven. Besides hey. Dunkin' Donuts and Denny's, both launching during this time as well. Hey, I don't know why I wrote that together so well. Lego my ego. Anyways, so uh, so it's meant to say besides toast, Dunkin' Donuts and Denny's both launched during this time as well. So at the same time that Eggo Waffles came out, so did Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts is so big. I, I had a typo right. I think I typed it right and I might have bumped it or something when I'm yeah. rose. Anyways, in 1954, a weird kind of pancake hit the market from Aunt Jemima called the Deviled Ham Pancakes. It consisted of taking a large shit – wait, nope, a large pig – that had been rolled around in mud all day. Actually, it was their own shit. Oh, that's where the shit came in. Oh, uh, and you make regular flour, egg, uh, sugar, milk, butter, and baking powder pancakes, and all the dough, and then roll the dough all over it, and then you shove it up your butt. Why was that any of that necessary? Actually, deviled egg pancakes were made from uh, ground ham and spices, such as cayenne pepper or mustard, uh, and all the other normal ingredients. So right. it was a real thing. Why was any of that necessary? I just want to take you guys on a ride. But you... I just want to take you guys on a ride. I just want to take you guys on a ride. I actually looked up a place that had a bunch of weird breakfast, like, items, like, and that we wouldn't have nowadays. Yeah. Um, Just to see what they were, and that was the only one I added. The other ones were okay. They weren't as... I couldn't run with them like I drowned up that one. Sure. Also in the <laughs> 1950s, corned beef hash... As we know it, started to make its name known immediately following the end of World War II when fresh meat was rationed while corned meat was more readily available. At this time, the Hormel Company, to this day one of the largest food processing companies in the U.S., claims to introduce corned beef hash and roast beef hash to the U.S. as early as 1950. Yeah, Hormel, that makes sense. You think of like uh, chili beans or like... Spam, all that stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obscure processed cat food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As I mentioned before, the sugar smacks later changed to honey smacks. They went from having the clown on the cover to the frog. You know, when they did that yeah. changeover, that's when it went to honey smacks. was introduced by Kellogg, and the sugar was increased to 56% by weight. Yeah, I think it's time for uh, me to get a little redemption here. I, I mean, I guess. I mean, I wasn't planning on doing this. No. I was joking with Justin, and I ended up having to do this middle part. Well, that's what happens with Brandon when he jokes sometimes, because he forgets to actually give us the information. And so you just stuck there like, well, okay. 
I want to explain myself. Lose <laughs> <laughs> the joke. Yeah. All right. Your first fact. 40% of Americans start their day with cereal. The first cereal grains were domesticated by early primitive humans about 8,000 years ago. Astronauts ate Kellogg's cornflakes aboard Apollo 11, the first moon landing. Those are my three nice. facts. Those are, those are, that's it? You're done? Yep. You're done? Yep. For sure? Yep. All right. Well, then let's get out of here because I'm tired of looking at you. Yeah. You I mean, suck. listening. I mean, you I guess suck. we got to finish the rest of the show. Just, just. The first canola bar, the General Cereal Nature Valley Granola, was released in the early 1970s. Natural Valley is still around everywhere. And I, I'll buy those every now and again just for a quick snack. Natural or nature? I don't know if it's... You put natural. I thought it was Nature Valley. <laughs> it's It was the Natural Valley at first, and they changed to Nature Valley. Oh, it's e- better. Well, either way. I would I grab one of them bad boys every now and again. Bit oh. of honey. Don't Bit be. Of- I'm still pulling bits of it out my teeth. But you get a bit of honey. Oh, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Canada, by 2016, was making over 45 million kilogram, kilo, kilograms or 49,604.008928992 imperial tons, which in an imperial dun, measurement dun, is a U.S. Dun, standard dun, measurement of maple products. Yep. With, That's a with lot of value maple. of maple. $381 million in Monopoly money, which is $377,937,301,438.68 in U.S. dollars. That's a little bit. In U.S. Bit. from Canada money, it is dollars and 36 cents so a lot of money yeah i i did the monopoly money just so you guys i thought you talk about canada money being monopoly money which i thought was funny yeah no I, <laughs> I what i had to do was so i got a conversion rate for monopoly to u.s dollars and then i did that conversion from what my answer was that to canada money wow yeah to canada money i i <laughs> yeah, that's that's still a lot of money though from basically maple syrup. That's basically what it's called, maple products. So, uh by the way, of the 11,468 maple farms in Canada and 47 million taps. Those farms produced 12.2 million gallons of syrup, accounting for 71% of the world's maple syrup. The province of Quebec. I love with- Quebec. I love Quebec. I hate Quebec. (laughs) (laughs) With uh, 7,863 farms and 42 million taps, produced 11.2 million gallons in 2016 alone, which represents 90% of the totality of Canadian product. Yeah, so they're dealing in that maple syrup money. Yep. It's nice. Over uh, over 2016 to 2017, Americans purchased... 3.1 3.1 billion boxes of cereal, mostly as ready-to-eat cold cereal, and a 9.8 billion cereal dollar cereal, 9.8 billion dollar cereal market. Cold cereals purchases were 88% of the total, 12% for hot cereals, 
with the overall cereal market declining due to reduced consumption of sugar and dairy products. Kellogg's and General Mills each had 30% of the market share for cold cereals. Honey Nut Cheerios was the leading cold cereal. That means Honey Nut Cheerios. This statistic shows the brands of dry pancake and waffle mixes store-bought used most often in the U.S. in 2020. The, the data has been calculated by Statistia based on the U.S. Census data and Simmons National Center uh, Consumer Survey, the Simmons National Consumer Survey, the NHCS. According to the statistic, 92.71 million Americans used Aunt Jemima in 2020. <laughs> Additionally, 54.84 million used Bisquick. Uh, Pillsbury's Hungry Jack sold to 27.65 million customers. Uh, Krusty's sold to 27.33 million. Betty Crocker to 12.62 million. Buttersworth, Mrs. Buttersworth's had 12.35 mil. Log Cabin had. 6.37 million and the collective of the smaller brands had about 37.11 million customers all of these statistics like Aunt Jemima are for the year of 2020 you struggle with Mrs. Butterworth Mrs. Buttersworth <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Justin Five favorite breakfast cereals. Go. Uh, Honey Bunches of Oats. Life. Um, I would have to put Frosted Flakes probably is top of the list. I love me some Frosted Flakes. Um, Cocoa Pebbles. Hmm. Delicious. And it makes it uh, the milk chocolatey. And and then that's true. That's true. Thank you, Jamie. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> uh, number five. I don't know. Do you want me to give you my top five and then maybe you can round yours out? I just need a. I need to see a list of them because I don't eat cereal very often. Anymore. My question for you real quick though before I give you my top five. Yeah. Which version of Honey Bunches of Oats? The original, or with almond, like the almond, or you like the vanilla clusters, or the strawberry. I like with the, the almond, the almond least, the good. least sweet one, because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm tasting more yeah. flavor. Okay, so my top five, I'm gonna put the almond honey bunch of oats in there as well. Love that, dude. Love Shh. it. Yep. Honey nut Cheerios, always the top of my list. I forget about honey nut Cheerios. Love me some honey nut Cheerios. Uh, pops is my top five, but it's top, top ten. Pops, told you my love for pops. Yeah, mine's not. It's, I love me I'm some even, pops. My wife loves them too. Love me some pops. I'm not going to say cookie crisp. Cookie crisp. I just wanted to mention that. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care for cookies. Frosted flakes mind. because they're not just good. They're great. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with that. It just, it, memory took over. Yep. Uh, I'm not going to mention Count Chocula or uh, Captain Crunchberry. Or oh. no, Crunch, Cap, Crunch. Apple Jacks. Ap- I got Apple a list Jack. in front of me. I got, I got. Um, so my number five actually is a French toast crunch so good my number five though if you let me finish sorry so it's uh, frosted flakes pops honey nut cheerios honey bunch of oats with the almond and of course frosted mini wheats 
Number awesome five. Many weeds. That's a good choice. That's number five. That's my top five. Lucky Charms too. Forget about Lucky Charms. Yeah, there always have to be Lucky Charms. <laughs> so which which delicious. so which number five? Which top five then? Because you, I think I feel like you're gonna redo your whole. No, top no, five. They're, all the rest are the same. It's just adding the fifth one. Yeah. Um, I probably do Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I, I, it's the sweetest one of my group, of my yeah. little group right there. I'm gonna say that I was never a big fan of like the overly sugary cereals. Me neither. Like me frosted, neither. frosted flakes and frosted like raisin bran is very good. I, I know people narc like they knock it, but I really like mm-hmm. raisin bran. That's probably like, number six. We, we both seem like the corn flakes and the, and the wheat side of it. Yeah, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. Yeah. I just crushed me some Fruit Loops uh, is honey bunch of oats. I'll, 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 I'll fuck with some Fruit Loops. No, I like those things. Like my daughter and my wife love fruity pebbles. Mm-hmm. They'll eat it. Golden oh, no. Grams. You for, I forget about Golden Grams. You just you doing okay over there? I'm good. I'm just losing my I shit. I love me some breakfast cereals. I'm reliving man. some like, cold cereals. Mm-hmm. Reliving all this. But right I've now. never again. I've never been a fan of the overly sugary ones. Me neither. So, but I have a so few on things. my list that are overly sugary, but it's just because the flavor's in the right spot. I'm not even a huge cinnamon fan. Um, but you said cinnamon right there, so I think I you know, were lying I'm, the whole time. I've been working on it. <laughs> Um, but I do struggle with seminent opposite of antonym. Lie. I really struggle with it because I want to say cinnamon. Which is exactly what it is. And then I say, no, no, seminent. The opposite of antonym. You just said cinnamon and then you said it wrong. No, I'm saying a different word. No. Yes, I am. You said cinnamon and then you said seminem. Hold on. (laughs) Synonym. Eat my shorts. Synonym. But you didn't say cinnamon. Synonym. I was trying to say it. I said I struggle with that word. I've been working on saying cinnamon. That's why I've been saying it so deliberately. No, that's what I'm saying. But, but you... I was trying to say that other word. <laughs> the opposite of I'm saying I struggle with that one, and they're very similar. Oh. They're very similar. It's because I want to say cinnamon, but it's synonym. Synonym. Okay. Seminate. <laughs> Cheerios. Cheerios are good, man. Honey Nut Cheerios always in my top five. I love Honey Nut Cheerios. That's my number one. Yeah. Okay, honey so... Um, I forget about Honey Nut Cheerios. So would we be your Frosted dumb... Frosted Mini Wheats. I just oh, said it in my top five. Oh, my gosh. I just said that in my top five. I forget about them. I haven't thought about them until that very moment I saw them on the list right now. Except for the fact that I told you the bird and you said, oh, man, Frosted one, Mini Wheats. I love those. It didn't even pop into my head <laughs> until that moment. Do you, you know see what? what I do with? Do you see what I deal with? <laughs> Trying to distract him from all the, the shit he was just throwing at me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so leave me your stupid list so I can answer it right so you can lose again. Reese's Puff, Reese's Puff. Reese's, just uh, something, something chocolate flavor. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Peanut butter chocolate flavor. Reese's Cup, Reese's Crow. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. okay. <laughs> so the, the go over the list again. 40% of Americans start their days with cereals. The first cereals grains were domesticated by early primitive humans around 8,000 years ago. <laughs> Astronauts ate cere- cor- uh, Kellogg's corns flakes uh, aboard the Apollo 11, the first moon landings. Those are the three. <laughs> aye, aye. I'm very hungry now and I'm ready for brekkie, so can you answer this? Brekkie. Um, I'm going to go with... I didn't put a whole lot of thought into this because I was mocking you a little bit there. 
I'm gonna go with Apollo Eleven. That is a true fact. I was like, forty percent of Americans start the day with cereals. It's actually fifty percent. That was my other guess because I was like, well, I mean, they're so like close. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> uh, yep. I thought you, you've done that to me the first couple. Though. No, no, no. You did the first couple was like that. I thought, I thought you were trying to pull that like closeness though with the Apollo Eleven. Like it was gonna be like Apollo Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the very first one, but the second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, because I know they eat cereal up in space, and, and the astronauts eat love them some cereal. But uh, yeah, so it was a cheap win. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I need some redemption. <laughs> Only time I ever won one of these things is when ever Bryson fucking ruined it for me. <laughs> that rat bastard. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. This was a lot more of me, Brandon, riffing because we just love breakfast so much. Yeah, we just love breakfast. We could talk about it all. Yeah. Literally, this whole episode could have been just us talking about our favorite breakfast. Yeah, without a timeline. Uh, 100%. <laughs> uh, 100%. I, we, I mean, I love to cook. I, I love cooking. Justin enjoys cooking. He's, he probably doesn't have as much affinity for it as I do. Yeah, I guess um, I would say that's true. But yeah. but he does. I know yeah. Justin gets down. He cook, He I, I eat his yeah. food. It's good. Yeah, I'll throw down in the kitchen every now and again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he isn't like, <laughs> I. It, it's not a stress reliever for him. It's not a It's not a reliever for him that it is for me. Yeah. I, I, I just enjoy good food. Satisfaction from cooking. And eating what I've made. Yeah. Especially nope. when I make something and it's bomb yeah. and you're just like, and you're, you're, you have everybody else take a bite. And you're like, I don't know if it's good or not. And then you take a bite and you're like, oh, it's really good. And you knew everybody <laughs> else enjoyed their, their first bites just as much as you did. Probably even more so. Cause you're always more critical on yourself when you cook. Yeah. Brandon, yeah, Brandon definitely loves himself uh, to cook. Yeah. yeah That's what we talk about. Like if we do a uh, episode on grilling, just sit, I'm going to sit back and just let Brandon roll. <laughs> I can talk about it. Set up, tear down the the, yeah. the the difference between all the different types of grills. The um, and I'm not an expert. I'll just tell you what I know. Uh, I would say subjectively. Yeah. Yes, yeah, subjectively from just my collective knowledge. Well, yeah, and you're not. You know, you're, so you're not an an expert per se, but you're somebody that puts a lot of time and energy and dedication into it. Yeah. So you're not an expert in the, in the yeah. technical, but an expert in, in general terms. Yeah. yeah. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm knowledgeable. Yep. I'm knowledgeable. I would say that that's probably as far as that would go. Yeah. Uh, so next week, Brandon, so we've done the YouTube uh, channel. We're trying to, I'm, I'm trying to get it out there depending on how long it takes to upload and all those different things um, to, and I think I figured it out. That's why this last one got edited and uploaded quicker. Okay. I think I'm figuring some things out a little bit. Okay. I, I hope. Hopefully, I say that and it still works the next time. Okay. But I don't. You know how computers work. Yeah. Where you say something that works. He got. He, he got this one out. He got, he got. He took forever with the first one. So I gave him crap already. <laughs> I gave him crap already. He came out on time with the second one. So I'm gonna be nice. Yeah. But if he fails again. <laughs> but it's one of those things. I think I figured it out. But uh, you know what? Take. Speaking to figure that shit out. Then, yeah. I did. We didn't add a punishment at all. So you don't even have to go through anything. You just yeah. fail. That's it. Yeah. The cheap one. Uh, so we were trying to do it every other week. So we do this one every other week, right? And then the, the intermediate weeks, I want to put out a YouTube episode. So we have, so you have something coming from us every week. You have the long episode coming out this weekend. Then you have the shorter episode for YouTube coming out next weekend. And I believe we've talked about it, but have we confirmed it? Are we going to do a bonus episode? We'll do a pod and YouTube next weekend. Um, I don't think we have confirmed it, but I think that it's not out of the question. 
Okay, so that might be coming down the pipeline next weekend. I, I I'm hoping to move that way. We'll we'll work towards it uh, as this week goes along. There's some things going on as far as at home that we got to work through beforehand. But that is the hope at this moment. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Brandon, for doing the research on this one. Uh, Isaac Lesage provided the theme music. Thank uh, you, lucky Isaac. Always feedback loop. really appreciate you. Yep. And uh, Oliver, Logan, thanks for the hard work this week. Let's get out of here. And thank you guys. Have a happy holidays. Actually, real quick. Have a happy holidays. Please be safe. Yes. Please don't drink and drive. Please take care of each other. Please yes. be mindful of the pandemic and all these things going on and be respectful to others. Yes. Uh, and have a happy holidays, guys. Yep. Love you. So every year our family gets together to do a safety meeting or we get together when there's an incident that happens. We've never made it a full year. This particular year, I was hanging up Christmas lights and I was standing on my ladder when an unnamed family member came and kicked the ladder from underneath me and said, Hey, Justin, how's it hanging? (laughs) I'm generally afraid for my family's life.